Welcome to episode 39. Hey everyone, this is Bootstrapping SaaS, my journey to 10K in MRR with ClaireTaz.com. So today I had my friend Corey Gwynn, who uh, makes Blurt on the show, and we had a good chat about a lot of things, um, a lot of philosophical things. Um, Corey is uh, someone I... Um, I follow on Twitter, and he uh, he's very opinionated about a lot of things, and I really enjoy that about him. So it's always a pleasure to have him on and just talk about a lot of things, not just about bootstrapping, but things that affect us into, you know, what we're making, I guess. So, um, yeah, a uh, quick shout-out to my Patreon supporters. Um, so it's uh, Jace Richardson with RepoGuard.com, Flamur Mavrai uh, with Orneo.no, Merod Movahedi at uh, zabul.co with an X, Valion Badivuku and Zoli Veris. Uh, if you want to support this podcast, uh, please do so at patreon.com forward slash bootsass. So um, next is my entire, I don't want to say interview, it's my entire talk with uh, Corey and just hanging out. So it's Friday night here in Pristina and it was uh, Friday midday in San Diego where Corey is and uh, yeah, so... I hope you enjoy that. What's up, dude? Hey, dude, can you hear me? I hear you loud and clear. Nice. Let me uh, you do your. Get my camera on here. There, there you go. Is. Hey, man, how's nice it going? Nice lighting. Good, man. It's daylight over there, huh? It's daylight and Friday. It's busy outside. What do you mean, busy? Like a lot of people? Uh, yeah, so San Diegans are pretty active. Uh, nice. Like, I feel like more more than they ever were, <laughs> like pre, <laughs> pre pre COVID. But but everyone's like safe. Like people have masks on. But I just mean like people will get outside a lot here. It's like an active, mm-hmm. uh, very active town. See? Very nice. So how's the whole Corona thing going on over there? Um, it is. For the most part, I think San Diego's better off than obviously like a lot of other cities have uh, dealt with. Um, mm-hmm. And like, it's a very sprawling um, city. Like it's spread out a lot. Right. Like it's San Diego's big, but it's like very spread out for the most part. So like it wasn't hit as hard. Um, it's not as dense to say, obviously like New York or LA or anything. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. and, and San Diegans are pretty, um, like I was saying, pretty, they're like, everyone's been really pretty good about it. Like staying home and, um, I think we were like one of the first cities in California to like after San Francisco to like shut down local businesses and stuff like that. So I think they got ahead mm-hmm. of that a little, a little bit. Anyways, how are things where you're at? Um, they're good, man. I was just talking to my wife today and uh, we're, we're kind of tired of this whole thing, you know. Um, <laughs> how, honestly, the n- numbers are very low here. Uh, we've been very good with respecting the rules. Um, there is a lot of people, uh, going, you know, going around, walking around in the streets. There's no restaurants, uh, coffee shops or anything like that. No big gatherings. Uh, one problem we have here is that people like to hug and like when they shake hands, like they're very close. <laughs> yeah. So that's very hard to fight off. Like I went to change my tires the other day and there's this older person. He's, he's gotta be in the sixties. He was working there. I don't wear, I'm not wearing a mask. There's not a lot of people there. It's like outside. Um, mm-hmm. So he's like very close to me, like super close. I mean, that's the culture here. Like people yeah. sit, like the spaces, like uh, in between people was, it's much closer. Yep. So I'm worried about him. Like what if I have something, like I would give it to you, yep. even though he's, he looked healthy, you know? Yep. So besides those things, like numbers are very low. Confirmed cases are very low. I'm sure there's there's gotta be a lot more testing. But considering the the fatality rate um, compared to confirmed cases and the number of cases that are not confirmed, uh, I'm at the point where I'm like, is this thing real? Like, is it like dangerous? Is it not? Like, I don't know. Like, my wife was very sick in February. She had this flu that was horrible. Like, it was insane. This is like around the time when it was happening in China. Mm -hmm. And I remember now... We went to the doctors and the doctors like, I'm like, do you guys have any tests going on for like this new virus that's in China? He's like, no, we don't have that. I'm like, could this be it? Like, she's really bad. He's like, I don't know. I mean, anybody could have it. This was like back in February. Like she was like really like two weeks coughing and, 
you know, shivers and everything, temperature, high temperature, fever. Uh, so I'm thinking like maybe we had it like our kids were like in a bad shape. Not not as bad as her, but uh, I didn't have anything like, you know, I was fine. But yeah. I'm thinking like, did we have it maybe? So I don't know, man. Dude, Just, I know it's 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 such strange times. But like I, I, you know, like every day there's like a new surprise. And mm-hmm. I think in some weird way, we were all so comfortable, <laughs> right? Like, yes. like life was so easy in some ways mm-hmm. uh and now this is causing everybody to change <laughs> like your that 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 comfort we had is kind of disturbed mm-hmm. so absolutely and i think you know like it gets very political now yep because because <laughs> um yes uh, and i'm yeah yeah anyways i i sit somewhere i think in the middle just like given how I came to be who I am, because I grew up like in a very conservative, like small town. Um, mm-hmm. And then I obviously moved to the city and I went to college and got educated and like, I don't know. So anyways, I feel like I have a good balance of like both value systems. Mm-hmm. Um, and the biggest problem right now is like the internet <laughs> is yeah, giving, exactly, yeah. g- giving people information and empowerment. And um, I think like maybe like 50 years ago, something like this, what happened and the government would tell you what to do and you would all agree and you would all be a little more unified or something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but now everyone can like seek out the, the perspectives that they want and the information to feel like they know and care about what's going on but in this instance um and and obviously we already see that happening right like in the political sense like there's people already kind of being mm-hmm. deciding how they feel about things but with like nature and biology or whatever things that we don't understand <laughs> There's, there's no answers. There's no, mm-hmm. it's, and so it's very yeah. unsettling and it's a strange, uh, it is tough, very strange. It, yeah. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, I don't even know what to believe anymore. There's so much information and I catch myself, uh, if I, if I see a tweet or an article, I'm like, I'm the first sort of thought that I have, who wrote it? Mm-hmm. Like what publication, what person, like just, you know, like I'm so fed up with like things being true and untrue. Mm-hmm. And just not knowing what is real, so you have to like go back. Even when you're like retweeting something, you're like, "Oh, oh yeah, should I retweet I this?" Like, so, you're not actually, like siding with someone. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know. So literally, that just happened the other day. You saw that tweet because yeah. you like you liked the tweet I had, and I said, "Fund altruism." Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. And it was like very act, you know, like I got the old Twitter, mm-hmm. the rabbit holding the sign and everything. And that was like, it was coming from, I don't even know what inspired that at the moment. I was just kind of like frustrated because I was like seeing like the clubhouse getting funded. Um, mm-hmm. Just, I don't know. It's, it's frustrating to see like real people with like really good intentions that are not given opportunities. I don't know. It felt mm-hmm. frustrating to me. Um, so I was like fund altruism. So, and mm-hmm. then sticking with what you were just talking about. So I look up, so I'm like, wait, what is altruism really? That's what I, <laughs> let me, what I let think. Me it out. Yeah. So I, I start Googling and I'm like, wait a second, maybe that's not what I mean. Right. Cause mm-hmm. I, cause then it comes across like almost like socialistic or like, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. So, but that's like, I'm, is it bad to be a socialist? Is it good? Like who, you know, yeah, yeah I know. I know exactly. what you mean, man. Yeah. So then that was like instantly my thought of like, mm-hmm. like this is, this is the problem in a lot of ways with the internet. And I think, we're seeing things change. I think we're seeing that change. Just like, it's too big. It's, it's so massive. Um, and now it's becoming even more noisy. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's, um, and it's amazing in a lot of ways. It's, it's absolutely like, like it's changed you know, humanity, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's hard to make sense on the internet. Um, when things are so massive like that and you're worried. I know and you care <laughs> that's hard yeah so, right like once this thing is over I, i'm thinking like we're gonna look back at this time and we're gonna say hey uh what has just happened you know like w- were we supposed to really be on the lockdown was this thing dangerous like i think the truth is somewhere in between there yeah like we're not gonna know for sure it's gonna be over at some point i don't know when two years whenever like we're gonna look back at this like destroyed or gone we'll have a vaccine or whatever mm-hmm. And it's just a tricky time because you don't know, like the the thing about internet is, and the biggest publications even, I think fear gets sort of peddled a, a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're like seeing articles from a big publication and you're like, man, that's like, that's like instilling fear in me. Like, 
I'm not thinking straight when I read that. Like, why would they approve something like that? Why they just don't they just go like with some sort of like giving you a solution at the end? They're just reporting it like a sensation, you know? And you don't even know. Like, I heard this news like the other day, uh, actually today, I think, about this news in Switzerland about uh, an eight-year-old getting coronavirus and like sort of dying from it. But it was actually like a mistake. The person was 108 years old. But that already went out in the news, you know? So, like, some people don't even know yet that that wasn't right, you know? Yeah. So, I think the process of approving news and what goes out in print, like it used to be before, I'm not saying we should go back to that, but that sort of is gone now. Everybody publishes, you know, anything they want. Yep. Yeah, yeah, this is a good point. I, I've, i yeah, and I, um, I've thought about this a little bit, obviously, like, with writing. <laughs> um, right. And, and... And the other thing that's interesting too is like, um, is is like this like seeking this like seeking the truth, right? right? And obviously, media in a lot of ways does benefit from driving fear um, and and headlines and shocking. And like, mm-hmm. if you want people to pay attention, you need to get them intrigued, right? <laughs> so, and that means like emotional. So like, and emotions mm-hmm. drive human behavior. You know what I mean? So. Um, it's it's hard <laughs> and i think mm-hmm. there's there's this there's this uh what i mean by hard is that i think i think most journalists and most news media want to provide the truth <laughs> um and i would hope so <laughs> yeah you know somewhere right. like up there yeah um but but at the same time too i don't think it's hard like you, it's hard to know what is the tr- truth mm-hmm. uh of anything so um that's like why we need trust and all these things um right right but there's it's definitely there's interesting a, times yeah yeah there's uh, um what is it called like a mental model called uh i think it's haslon's razor or hanlon's razor have you heard of this it's i've never heard of that no. what's the razor Ockram's razor is like the one that's familiar it's like a mental model okay real quick Ockram's razor Entities should not be multiplied without necessity. Anyways, Hanlon's razor basically says that you, it, there's like this, ten, like basically why conspiracy theories are so <laughs> satisfying is because mm-hmm. they, they allow you to believe what you want. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, um, but in reality, usually, like if it's a malicious thing, like if somebody's trying to do something malicious at some grand right. conspiracy level theory, that is a lot more unlikely than the person just like things just naturally happening mm-hmm. in some random right, way. Right, right. And it's it's just a mental model to help prevent you from like going down those rabbit holes. And so mm-hmm. I've kind of gotten to this place where like, I think it's better to just assume that people mean well, people are, trying to do their best and if they are wrong or are doing things like just like for example Mm -hmm. the news media to generate headlines um it's just because that's that's how that's what they're trying that's what works (laughs) so that's why that's your job sort of yeah i mean that's actually like going back to my life like that's one of the things when i lived in u.s that's one of the things that i picked up a lot like you're just giving people the benefit of the doubt that they're doing the right thing they mean the right thing you know, but then you come to Europe <laughs> and, you know, you have all these governments and like a lot of like um, big sort of power interests that are like sort of foreign policy, which you don't get to see a lot of when you're living in the States, you know, mm-hmm. and then you sort of sort of sort of sort of start, you know, rethinking everything. And uh, you, you build this sort of not uh, mistrust, but you always have this sort of, you know, layer of like trying to look into something if it's really beneficial to what's happening, you know. Uh, we have a parliamentary parliamentary um, government, and the weird thing that happens here is that we vote for people for parties, and like for the first person that's running for prime minister. Yeah. However, once the votes are done, they sort of uh, start negotiating, and then somebody could happen that wasn't even on the ballot could be a prime minister. It's super weird. Crazy. So, like when you're voting in U.S., you're voting for a president, whoever it may be, even Trump. He was voted. One way or the other, you know, and you know he's gonna be the president. Here, you don't know that, so yeah, like you're always sitting in the fence and like watching what's happening, you know, because you're not as big of a power as like U.S. So you build that sort of like mistrust. 
about everything that's going around you, like like politically even. Yeah. So yep. Yep. I like to to think like like what you're saying, you know, giving people that benefit of the doubt. Like Washington Post means well, but then in the back of my mind, I'm like, dude, they they want those clicks. Yeah. And no, articles I, with fear they generate clicks. You know. I, don't I know. think I think what I mean by that too is like. Uh, maybe not that they mean well. So not like not like it comes from a place of like generosity or anything. It could just be pure stupidity. Like, okay, that's like, it's just it, it's like a natural inclination. Like people can't help themselves. Let's say. Mm-hmm, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And so if you have that realization that things are just happening because that's that's their motivations. I don't know how to describe it. It's more of like then you can kind of protect yourself. Because now you're mm-hmm. at least at least clued into why people, why the world is the way it is in some ways. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, because because to me, at the end of the day, like this is maybe I'm being like too woo woo and too philosophical, <laughs> but reality so cool, man, yeah. reality is kind of like a shared. Um, there's like base reality, which is like uh, scientifically understood. Let's say. But then there's also just like reality is kind of like a shared agreement. So like mm-hmm, you and I are talking mm-hmm. to one another and we agree on that we're both staring at a screen on a computer mm-hmm, screen and mm-hmm. talking to one another. And that's what allows us to like verify that things are the way they are. And so, right. yeah, so, and so people are trying to like, but then there's like this like other part of reality, which is like, like basically what businesses are trying to do, which is like create some new way of living or, mm-hmm. um, and governments and, 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 and that new way of living literally is like how businesses make money. Cause they're trying to tell mm-hmm. you that, mm-hmm. like, this is the reality of the world. Right. And then you, you can kind of mm-hmm. see how like news media and government get involved because it's kind of mm-hmm. like trying to change the realities that give benefit to their, their perspective. And that's a very naturalistic, uh, that's, that's, that's what nature is. It's like all these things living and breathing and trying to, trying to win. <laughs> um, True. Yeah. Survival yeah. Even like this, you know, this shared reality you just mentioned, we'll, we'll, we should start talking about bootstrapping and, and yeah, ideas. Yeah, sorry. But this I, yeah. one thing, no, I mean, that's, that's very like one thing that makes me think like when you say shared reality is what's worrying me about this sort of, you know, uh, this time we're living in coronavirus and we sort of have agreed that this is dangerous, regardless if it's true or not. And if it is not true entirely, like that's very dangerous, you know, like if we start building this reality because we're connected, you're in San Diego, I'm in Pristina, somebody else is in Shenzhen, we have the internet, like we're connected at all times. So like news travels so fast. Mm -hmm. So like we're building a reality that maybe, I mean, I'm going like far off now, but like it could be even like a bouncing off of some, some fiction film we watched like a couple years ago and we realized how dangerous like a virus could be that you don't see and like we're living in that reality because we're creating it somehow with news or with a narrative we're on and i hope i'm so wrong with this like i hope that really this this virus is dangerous and we're, we're in lockdown for some reason like that you know we should wait until the vaccine is out but just in case we've created this crazy reality and you know so yeah, this is like I, you know, I, it's, it's yeah, costing I, us in so many yeah, ways. Absolutely, and I, I think it's, I think it's a good wake up call for all of us to realize like knee jerk reactions and your gut instinct yeah. and all these things. Like, and, and in a lot of ways, we need one another. Like, we need all these mm-hmm. points of view, right? Like, we need the people that are really concerned that this is a serious thing, but we also need the people that are like courageous and willing to go out there and do the work despite right. the danger, right? So it's like, I don't know. That's what I hope. <laughs> happens i don't think it will but um, i don't know let's see yeah. how this plays out and then we can talk about like yeah. um so has, last time we spoke how, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> that was like yeah. uh, october i think so it's like four five nine months ago wow. i guess and eight we months talk six months uh, i think in february like and we had some goals i didn't reach mine so i'm like way off yeah same um six months so feels I, like I remember at the time when you said, let's talk again in six months. I was like, okay, yeah, that sounds like a little while from now. <laughs> and now it's been nine months and uh, it's been a while. Yeah, it's like 50% more. But yeah, I'm, I didn't meet my goal. I was saying like, I, I want to be at 500 MRR with Clarity Task. And like, 
now I have all like all these ideas running through my head. Like, what is Clevitask, and yep. if it ever, you know, if will it make it? So, how are you, man? Like, how's how's Blurt? I haven't yep. seen you tweeting about it a lot. Like, are you yeah. on it? I'm so I'm like supporting customers, and it still works, and I fix bugs or if cool. anything gets hosed and stuff. Uh, I'm not. Let's say. I'm not actively like working on it all the time right now, um, but it's it's sustaining, so it's kind of cool. It's like what you hope for. It's not like a massive business mm -hmm. or anything, but um, there are customers, there's people that use it regularly, and um, I don't know. Writing's not going anywhere, so I've been fortunate enough to like build um, build those traction channels to like bring in mm -hmm. traffic consistently, and there's churn that I could certainly shore up, um, but I've kind of just I don't know until I'm like ready to figure out what's next. So I, I did kind of figure out what's next and I started building that. Um, oh, and it's like something done. different you mean? Uh, I was calling it Blurt 2 for a while. Um, right. And I think last time, maybe we talked about a little bit, I was talking how it's kind of like a house I can't afford. I don't know if we talked about this, but like it, Blurt was just from like a bootstrappers, solo founder point of view right, when I, I built. I remember that. Yeah, when I built and launched mm -hmm. Blurt, I didn't know what I was doing, but I knew it was like a, uh, I knew I had something with writing and I knew it would be a good vehicle for me to grow personally, entrepreneurially, because um, I needed to like put myself in those situations um, to, to learn. And certainly I've learned a ton, but uh, writing apps are a difficult uh, solo founder business. And mm -hmm. um, that's kind of what I've discovered. And what I mean by that is just like the, the soft, like, um, from the get-go it was a it was like too big of an effort uh, i think for like mm -hmm, one mm -hmm. one person to build and i should have like niched down and focused which i certainly still could do um so yeah that's where i'm at but i i did start working on like a second version of blurt that's more about like community um and making it even easier to write because um, i've made a lot of discoveries just like in talking to customers and like what people are actually mm -hmm. after um and just trying to like create a better writing uh, writing app and so that's just taking me some time because like i said it's kind of complicated like building a cross-platform uh, real-time collaborative writing app <laughs> um right, is, right, right. is difficult so um so yeah. that's what so the been... tool is right yep yep oh okay and, interesting and i i'm like dog shooting it myself i have a buddy here in san diego who's kind of like kind of he doesn't work on it with me but i just like share share what i'm working on um and I'm actually really excited. Like it's exciting. I'm, I'm, mm -hmm. it's fun. It's fun. It's a little different than like the writing experience um, you're used to. Um, and yeah, it's just, I've taken a lot of learnings from like the last year and just kind of creating something fun that I like. <laughs> right. I don't know. Right, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah so um, I want to get your thought on this since you're like talking about, you know, going from blur to blur to yep. about the idea. So I don't know if you had a chance to read Justin's uh, latest blog post about um you know how ideas are where it's at because we used to say you know execution is everything ideas are cheap and like he goes the other side and says you know what i think ideas are where it's at like you have to pick the right idea and like when i read that i was like oh man like you just shattered my my dreams like i always used to think like you get you know you can work on any idea you work hard and then you get somewhere but as I'm saying it with Claritask, it's not really like you can execute anything you want these days, especially with code. You can do whatever you want. But not just idea, but a lot of it like depends on timing and, and a lot of other things. But I sort of want to get your thought about, you know, like, do you think ideas are important? Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if we talked about this last time, but like there's I, I wrote a post um, like a year ago, kind of feeling some like similar experience where it was like um, ideas are kind of nothing in some ways. I know they're not cheap, but they're just the beginning. Mm -hmm. And so I, in a lot of ways, like Justin's kind of right. Like it's hard to find a good idea because ideas on their own are nothing. They become something. Mm -hmm. So it's like you and I can have the same idea. And this post I wrote was called planning ideas. So you and I are going to go plant our ideas somewhere in the world. Um, cause they can't just stay in our head, right? Like if they stay in our head, then right. they're useless. So we plant them somewhere in the world. Now the people that we know, the networks that we have, the customers that we get, the lessons that we learn based on our personal experiences of the world, you know, our right. points of view and perspectives, 
we're going to have different things grow, right? Like different things mm-hmm. are going to happen. And a lot of that's also outside of your control, like the environment that you're in and the network that you have and the knowledge that you as a creator have, right? Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. um, ideas are just kind of like starting points in a lot of ways. And eventually you end up somewhere else. Like Slack started as a gaming company and mm-hmm. it was like their chat engine that eventually became this other thing. Now, th- what happens is like things succeed and then we look at it and we're looking back in time and it all makes sense, right? So it's like, wow, that's mm-hmm. so genius. And so we just think like, it's, it's easy just to think that when you see something like that person thought that that's what they should do. But it, I would say most of the time, most things are just like, a, if they're healthy or like mm-hmm. they evolve, it's like, like, like nature, <laughs> if it's a good thing, it, it will grow and bloom. And if you nurture and take care of it and you pay attention, right. You're going to eventually arrive upon some kind of, um, if you have the time, the time. <laughs> and the money, so, I guess, I don't know. So, yeah, this is all very good. And this is actually like a big part of what I've been experiencing myself on this like bootstrapper entrepreneurial journey mm-hmm. um, is like self-discovery as well, um, right? And I think I think you've probably experienced that as well. It's like once you start- oh, Absolutely. Yeah, once you start like building a business because you want to optimize your business, you quickly realize like you have to optimize yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you're- That's the thing with, uh, I'm going to interrupt yeah. you like real yeah. quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you ever read The Alchemist. Um, it's like a it's in my list book. yep yeah it's it's yeah. nice it's a nice fiction like it's it's awesome like it actually like had to do a lot with my direction right, in no. life when i was young okay. so one thing like he this guy uh the main character he meets an alchemist and he you know alchemists they take a metal and they turn it into gold or whatever mm-hmm. so that alchemist tells this kid that the idea you know behind doing that is not that you're turning the actual piece of metal into gold but during the process, you're purifying yourself. So you're turning yourself into gold, you know, like that's sort of, that's what that means, you know, like, like yep. you said, you know, like we're finding a lot about ourselves, like who we are. And I think that's yep. like a, like a huge privilege that we could do that. You know, we're not stuck at some well, job, I guess, but yeah, I think you get to think, learn that. Yeah. I think everybody. So yeah, th- I mean, that's obviously like a frustrating part of life, right? Like some people obviously are better situated in some sense um, to chase entrepreneurial dreams or like achieve some success that you wish you could have. Right. But, um, like, like a weird, I don't know why I'm so, uh, I'm very, uh, philosophical today, but you know, sometimes it's, <laughs> Would you it's just like, come back from running. <laughs> yeah. Did you I run? Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been, I've been writing more too, I guess. So that kind of helps. Oh, nice. um, um, but, but sometimes like by wanting something, you're actually causing your own, that's like the reason, you, the fact that you want something is the reason you don't have it in some way, right? Cause okay. you're, cause you don't understand what it takes to have that thing. And you just mm-hmm. like, you just assume that it's what you want. Um, and so then you do all these things cause you think that's what it takes to get where you're going. But sometimes you're just uh, causing turbulence. You know what I mean? You're just, you're, mm-hmm. you're actually causing more uh, damage. <laughs> uh, I guess in, in the meantime, but like long term, you're probably like you know going through a lot of changes because that's how you grow, I guess, when you're uncomfortable, you know. And that's yep. I went to art school uh, in New Jersey, and um, one thing like we, you know we had art history and all these classes, and like one thing you learn is that a lot of artists, like the greatest artists, like they were really messed up, <laughs> right? Like their life was like such a mess, you know. Like you can't create art when you're like have it all perfect like it just right. doesn't come through you know you oh, have yeah. nothing to say you know i yeah, hear that with a lot of yeah i hear that with a lot of bootstrappers like who make it like who start making like really good money it's like it starts getting boring because yep. you're not fighting that fight you know so yep. yeah I some of my favorite artists that, yeah. that happens like musicians like they come out like their first album is amazing and then yep. they make it and then all the music sucks thereafter. Exactly. And the good ones are the ones who like really stay true to, the, to their art and like they don't care about the money and the fame. Yep. Which is kind of hard because I would like to have like a lot more money to like do some, you know, some dumb stuff. Like, you know, go to, I don't know, go to like some island and just like sit in the, in the beach, you know. But like I realized maybe like, um, you know, going back to what we were talking before about sort of purifying yourself and learning about yourself. It's, um, you know, like, 
it, it's the dangerous part is that you get used to that and like you're not maybe that's I'm talking about myself here mm-hmm. like maybe I'm getting used to and liking that part about growing up and sort of like not getting to the success that I want <laughs> because I'm afraid that it could be like really boring yeah and that sucks because I really would like to be successful like you know with like a steady yeah. MRR that is growing but the other on the other side I'm maybe sabotaging myself into pushing myself into being in this position where I'm constantly learning but at, the, at some point I really have to stop learning yeah you know, so producing you know I don't know so that's, yeah, thanks for bringing us back. Um, like, that's kind of, so like I was saying, like over this last year, I've really been doing a lot of like self-discovery as a result. And I, right. like, one thing I've been realizing is that there's different types of personalities, right? Like all of us mm-hmm. have different personalities. I, I don't know if you're familiar with the Enneagram. I don't know if you know what this is, but it's like no. a, it's like a personality test, um, a type okay. of personality. So like Myers-Briggs or Big Five, I don't know. These I've Big done five. some of them, yeah. Okay. Uh, Myers-Briggs is actually amazing um, and I've always really liked it and it's like scientifically psychologically uh, uh, tested or validated right okay um, but but basically anyways regardless it's just kind of realizing that there's different types of people right so like by the time um, I took this class in a master's program I was doing um, called developmental psychology and um, the whole point of the class was to try to understand how humans learn, like how we come to learn what we know. Um, mm-hmm. So that way we can teach like, like robots and machines to do the same thing. Okay. Um, right. Uh, but, but basically what in, in doing that class, I learned a lot about like how we become who we are. And usually by the time you get to like, by the time you finish adolescence, you've adopted a personality that is helping you survive in the world. Right. Mm-hmm. So some people learn to be a little more out going some people to be a little more self-protective some people are more emotional some people are more uh, mm-hmm. go more with their gut right so there's like these but all of these personalities are things that we've experimented and know because we're all human we're all on earth and we all experience mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. But, but some of these like personalities are more um, dominant than others so anyways I, I, we get so caught up in our lives and our dreams and our aspirations and people and our you know, this discipline that we think we need to have in order to like survive and do things. But we kind of forget this, like that people are different. All of us are different. Right. And all, all of us have different needs. Um, and sometimes I, and so I, I want often wonder like entrepreneurship might actually be more, uh, uh, let's say easier for certain types of personalities. Right. So it's helpful. Um, and, and, and this is like certain mediums, certain, uh, like, like, Twitter attracts a certain type of person, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's 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 helpful to kind of realize as like an entrepreneur what uh, like what you're like yourself, like understanding how you work, so that you can kind of like also find that like founder market fit kind of concept, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So you're, and I, I think most people naturally like. Obviously, I enjoy writing, and I like helping people think and feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, people naturally go there, but it's also important just from kind of like you were saying, like, what are you trying to get out of life? So that way you make mm-hmm. sure like your aspirations are kind of like in line with um, the the work that's going to be required of you to get right. there. Um, and I've kind of been realizing, I think I'm obviously a little more artistic, I'm a little more creative and, and sometimes like trying to be this like disciplined entrepreneur for me is difficult. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And so it helps to kind of like think about that. So that way you just kind of can maximize what you're actually good at and focus on those things mm-hmm. rather, rather than like fighting it and getting lost kind of in the noise of, of, of living life. No, yeah. I, and, I, I and, can relate so to that. Yeah. 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 And finding the customers too, that your natural personality um, can, um, you know, attract, the right customers and the right people um, that you can help as well, um, and that's that's been really that's been really helpful for me, um, at least in the last year as well. Because I think I was knowing like, more about you mean like realizing more about like where you stand, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like realizing more about like I think it's I for me it was easy just to kind of like um, get kind of caught up chasing um, what I felt like I thought was best rather than just kind of like focusing on the here and now and doing what I enjoy, like kind of being happy with the journey. 
right? Uh-huh, um, uh-huh, and, are you and, saying you weren't like you were? You're like you were chasing the goal, like sort of like get trying to get well, there. Well, I think like one travesty of entrepreneurship, at least for my type of personality, mm-hmm. is I'm willing to sign up for any challenge, no matter mm-hmm. the no matter how difficult. <laughs> right, 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 right. I think so, I'm, I'm 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 there. I mean, I'm trying to get out of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've noticed that about myself. Yeah. So it's like no matter how difficult it is you're like yeah let's do it like i gotta stay up all mm-hmm. night and i gotta sacrifice my health and well-being okay let's do it right yeah. and and the irony is is that's not going to work because actually mm-hmm. to succeed you got to be happy and healthy and all these other things right yeah so it's hard absolutely to, yeah yeah my friend helen t- told me this actually uh uh helen from mega maker um mm. you know i was struggling this was last year I was struggling, you know, with Claritas, with my finances, trying to get Claritas. I had launched it at that point, but try, trying it to grow. And then she said, you know, like, you should really take some time off and, like, maybe do some other project, like a client project consultancy, because, you know, Claritas needs a happy valve. If you're not happy, you're not, like, you're not going to make good decisions. Exactly. Yep. And I've experienced that so many freaking times. I've, I've just experienced it, like, this past two months. I made a decision which cost me like two months you know like i built this feature which now i'm sort of regretting mm-hmm. you know it brought me a client and maybe it's gonna bring me another one but it just sort of changed the product and you know i'm i was doubting this past two days like did i make the right choice or not right and um yep. yeah so that's i a, don't know i mean that's a good example and i, I think like obviously what i'm saying also is like dangerous because you can't just do what feels good all the time right like they're mm-hmm. like it doesn't mean that you um, that you're not going to do things, but you don't. That you have to do things that you don't like, right? Or because you, you will. I mean, that's right. kind of how it is. But it's more what is worth your pain, right? Like what what purpose? What's the greater purpose of why you're doing what you're doing? And um, you mean like personally, or like your impact, like to where you stand? Because I well, have a thought or two about that too. Yeah. No, well, it's just really up to you. It's up to you to decide right. what. Um, and sometimes, sometimes you, it's impossible to know, right? So sometimes it's like yeah. you don't necessarily have to know. Um, it's just more um, being being okay with how things are. And um, yeah, like if you if you can't be happy with what you're doing today, you're never going to be happy mm-hmm. with what you where you right, get right, right. one day. So um, that's why that's why I just kind of like I think I was personally I was causing myself a lot of turmoil and and spinning my wheels a lot instead of just having fun creating things and listening to people and like genuinely listening and caring, I was feeling pressure and that was like causing me, you know, like I was feeling this like desire to like do things for me and my type of personality that, that hinders me. You mean um, doing things your way, like what you wanted? Is that, is that sort of the conflict between yeah, like exactly. what you want to achieve for your own self compared to like what sort of your customers want from you? Yeah. Is that- I think, yeah, yeah. So it's like just aligning, aligning your personal interests with like what your mm-hmm. customer, what your customers want. And I think that yeah. will, that ultimately is super helpful for maker creator types like ourselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, certain people are driven, maybe they're naive or psychopathic, and you know, obviously they mm-hmm. can go raise, they can go raise money and uh, <laughs> sell their right. souls or whatever, you know, and like that fire and pressure is obviously what helps them, motivates them to go do that. Um, I don't have that muscle. I don't know for myself. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I'm not like that either. Uh, yeah. Even like the word entrepreneur, like, I, I honestly, like, despise that word. I know. Like, I, I don't, know. you know, like, entrepreneur, like, what is an entrepreneur? Like, is it that guy that, like, really does that? Is it some <laughs> guy that, you know, like, maybe makes a product that makes, like, 10 people's lives better? Is that an entrepreneur? Yeah. I don't know. Right. Is it an entrepreneur, the guy that opens up a coffee shop, with like a you know like a four by three meter you know square type of joint and just serves good coffee, right. like is that an entrepreneur? Like is it good? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, know. I mean, yeah, I have the conflict as well. Yeah. Let me ask you this: What? Sure. Why? Why are you doing this? Right? I think we talked about this last time. <laughs> but why? Oh what? What are you hoping? Like, what are you hoping to get out of Claritask? Right. Um. Like, to be honest, like, completely, like, super honest about it. Like, you know, just besides, like, you know, the, the money and and everything, I think, like, I, I actually thought about this the other day. Like, what am I, you know, doing this? Like, 
why? Why am I putting myself through this? I could get just get a job and get like tons of money, you know, like mm-hmm. with some of the skills that I've built over the years. Uh, so I think I think a lot of it has to do with like, uh, like this is going to sound probably bad, but like, you know, trying to be relevant in a way, you know, mm-hmm. like trying to like put something out there that other people maybe respect or like, you know, they like. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That's probably like ego talking. I don't even know like uh, what in psychology that would be. Yep. <laughs> but yep. Uh, no, it's like, it's um, true. It's, it's like uh, all like everybody is trying to find that like significance. Right. And I, I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That voice, yeah. you know, that you, you say something and maybe you want to like you make a product and like people respond. Like, honestly, like I love seeing my MRR growing if it is. But it's a better feeling if like people using Claritask, they say, oh, man, like this is so good. Like this is better than Jira. And I'm done. Like that's <laughs> that's it for me. Like I love that. So I think yep. that's that's one of the reasons I'm doing that. Another reason from like from a financial perspective, like I want to build something that could potentially maybe help me retire like super young, like so I can maybe focus on other things, write or whatever, mm-hmm. publish my own book. I don't know. Uh, so, you know, compared to having a job, you will get paid uh, for as long as you're able to work. And then one day that you can't work, like you, there's there's nothing to sell, like mm-hmm. you haven't built value to something. So I think with SaaS, you sort of, if you have a good product, you're building value. And then one day, if it's growing, you could sell it for a good amount of money. And then with that money, you can help yourself live the life that you've dreamed about or maybe yep. help somebody else or people that are coming behind you. Yep. I think like um, sort of pragmatically, those are the things. But if I go deep, like emotionally and think about why I'm doing this, like why am I, why do I get up every day and do this or take consultancy work just so I can, you know, finance this thing. Mm-hmm. I think it has to be, has to do with like, being relevant and just sort of giving back something yep, and not having everything go to va- waste sort of like, you know, everything you've done over the years, sort of like, you know, what do you have to show for it? Yeah. Uh, I think I feel the same way. I don't know. It's like, I, it's why I even got it. So like I had a, I had a great job. I mm-hmm. did product management, worked at the startup. They made great money. Uh, and I, I really learned a lot. It was comfortable. Uh, and that was kind of the problem for me, I guess, at the time <laughs> I was getting okay. bored. Um, and for me, it was like, eventually, and this is true, you hear this like all the time, like eventually, it's, and I wasn't, I wasn't making a ton of money or anything. I mean, I, I, I was able to pay off my student loans early and I feel very fortunate that I had that opportunity. Um, but I, I eventually was like, I was comfortable and I was not fulfilled. I don't know. And I think mm-hmm. there's like that desire to um, take your skill set and feel like you're meaningfully using your abilities, right? Um, and and that that is more for me personally. What drives me to want to do what I do <laughs> than right, right, yeah. than really even the money. Um, I know, but we need the money, unfortunately. Well, so <laughs> hey, buddy, yeah, I'm gonna I'm I, gonna really pause. This is my son yeah. right here? Hey, right, you're gonna come and say hi. This is Corey. <laughs> What's up, buddy? So we have uh, we have a, an app in our. He has an app in his phone that shows where when the International Space Station comes above our skies. And tonight nice. is. Uh, I mean, this is very rare that you can really see it. Right. And I think it's around this time, but I can't do it right away. <laughs> you wanna, like, do you want to pause like, and next... you can go do it? No, I think there's like it goes so fast, like it comes back like in about forty minutes again. Okay. And like you can really see like with a naked eye. But I think it's cloudy today, buddy. I think so. Yeah, I think we had a cloudy day. Dude, that's so, right. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah so is awesome. and his PJs. But um, yeah, um, I think most of us, like if you listen to a lot of um, people that we follow on Twitter, on like mm-hmm. bootstrappers, I think a lot of us are doing this because of that. Because yep. I know, I know friends and entrepreneurs who can care less but any of the stuff we're talking about, like all they care about is the money growing in the bank. Yep. That's it. Like, but see, that's, that's all they care about. And I don't know if I like, I, I'm not that. That's yeah. Yeah. Like, so I think, I know. think, I think that will change. And I, I think there's more entrepreneurs who care. And I think I, I want to say we touched on this last time where it's like, almost like caring slows you down. It's an inefficiency in some, some ways. Now, mm. what I mean by that is that obviously, you, you can be naive and not know any better and just go do what you think you need to do. And then you don't have these thoughts that like hinder you as an entrepreneur. 
Um, right. Or you could be psychopathic and just manipulate the <laughs> shit out of people and not give a shit and just raise hell on earth and get your get what you want, right? But it's right, almost right, like right. when you start caring, now you start having these like second guessing, you're a little sensitive to people, yeah. right? So it's like, as it, it sucks because you're competing against these other businesses or other other things that might not have mm-hmm. those inhibitions and stuff, right? Now there's karma in some sense, like that comes back sure. to bite a lot of companies in the ass. I also think the consumer's changing, like marketing is changing, right? Like authenticity matters so much. Mm-hmm. Um, like legitimacy matters so much these days. Um, so I think over time that will, that will slowly uh, change, at least I hope. I, I think so. I mean, even like, uh, you know, I think if we had a product that was growing and it was like very successful, I think our type of running that sort of company with like empathy and just caring about people genuinely, mm-hmm. I think it will go a, a, a lot, lot, like a lot longer than somebody that's just psychopathic and running well, a company and manipulating so everyone, you know? I think what's missing in our equation is like just having the successful product, well, you know? Yeah, and I think I think one thing that happens to me, and I'm guilty of this, uh, but so my enneagram type is a four, which uh, you okay, know, maybe. But anyways, uh, and my that was Myers Briggs, right? This is not Myers Briggs. This is enneagram. I'm, I, oh, I'm enneagram. Huge, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Enneagram is. I gotta a check huge, that out. Yeah, um, but every enneagram type has a sin, and mine is envy, okay. which is kind of ir- oh. ironic. Yeah. But, um, is that true? Like, is that like you know, like after you took the test, I guess the test has that, right? Yeah. Well, so they, what's kind of funny is, um, there's a test you can take. There's also, you can kind of like self-identify, which is obviously dangerous because you have to be pretty uh, object- objective about it. But right. what they, what they say is if, if it, if it hurts to read about your type and you're like, ugh, like, I don't like that, then that's probably your type. <laughs> oh, really? Um, oh, man. Yeah. So, okay. um, but the beauty of the Enneagram anyways, real quick, cause I, I know I'm on another uh, tangent here, but the beauty of it more than anything is like, it's good to know, what okay. your problems are obviously but also so you can spiritually transform yourself as well sure. so you know you know what's fulfilling to you and stuff um but anyways uh yeah envy is kind of like mine and it's there's like this tendency to um yeah see the outside world and want to understand how that got to be what it is and care about mm-hmm. getting it to be that way um I don't remember what we're talking about here. Um. <laughs> I think we got to, uh, from talking about like, you know, entrepreneurs uh, being like a sort of a downside, you know, empathizing and sucking guessing yes. everything. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so um, yeah, I actually think that trying to, um, trying to be nice sometimes or care, let's say, mm-hmm. is also, it, like Naval, Naval says that, um, you know, uh, Naval was talking about how like being being nice or being giving is like long-term selfish, which is kind of an interesting thought. Like mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. you're being nice with the thought that by being nice, you're going to get. That's gonna... Phoebe from Friends, man. Yeah. <laughs> she has an episode talking about that. Yeah. So, but yeah, that, yeah, totally. Yeah. But that doesn't. Yeah. But. Yeah, so it's which which is the opposite of being selfish now, <laughs> in some sense. Right. And it's kind of the same thing in a lot of ways. But it doesn't mean you should just be selfish, right? There's some kind of healthy balance and some kind of. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. just just caring and being nice in and of itself doesn't necessarily warrant any more value than mm-hmm. anything else, right? And nature inherently is vicious and survives, yep. and it's winner take all anyway. So I think part of it is more. Uh, the beauty is, is like humans can manipulate nature and reality, right? So it's kind of more connecting with other people and using society, um, spreading a good message, having a good mission. Mm-hmm. Um, those things are really important to businesses like ours, especially bootstrappers, like having some kind of meaningful change or meaningful mission that you're trying to help. Um, right, right, right. So that... Or, or being a part of, which is probably more likely the case if you're a small uh, business and you need to get into some. So like I have a friend of mine who got kind of into the no-code space and like no doubt the fact that he's in this like no-code space, he just got sucked into a jet stream. You know what I mean? Okay. And his business is doing very well. Um, and, and it's cool because he's also like the guy for that because he's an incredibly technical person and now he's helping um, people with no-code uh, 
Okay. Uh, no, no code space. Get there. Um, so I think it's I think it's really helpful to like consider that <laughs> like what what See, things are going. I don't know going... if I have that though. Like yeah. you know, like with Claritas, like I don't know if I. Like, you know, I almost feel like a cheat. Like, what, you know, like, because they ask you in college or whatever business course you go and take, like, how's your business making the world better? I could come up with, like, 20 things if I wanted to. But, like, in the essence, like, I don't know. Like, why is it making the world better? Is it? Well, I mean, does he have I think, to? I don't know. I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's necessarily, because I think, I think I've always been that way, too. Like, you, I'm very intense and passionate and I care a lot about what I do, so I want it to matter. Um, mm -hmm. And, but, and it's frustrating sometimes when you see like dumb things take off, right? You're like, why, why, do <laughs> right. you, why is that cool? Or why is that interesting? Right. Um, um, but it doesn't matter because it is to those, to that, to mm -hmm. that group um, or, or whatever. And this goes back to that like reality thing or whatever, like big part of it is just marketing and like connecting with people. So um, sure. connecting with, connecting with people's realities. And so you have to kind of like be in tune with what's going on in the world. And if, I think it's helpful, obviously if, you're in tune with that. Like if you're in line with your, your needs and your wants and what you're creating are right in line with like what a good group of people have. Um, I don't know. Right. That for me has been a lot. I mean, are, 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 are some of the successful people we know, like are they making the world a better place? I don't mean this in a bad way. I mean, they shouldn't. But just asking this question out loud, like, I don't know. Are they? Like, should they? Well, well I think, yeah. Um, you can't make the world a better place unless you start somewhere. <laughs> Right, like okay. you can't. Uh, it's hard to. Uh, like you have to start small. Right. Um, to get to get somewhere big, I guess. Um, and I don't know. That's kind of where I've resolved to. It's like it's you got to start kind of small and smaller projects and small things. And I think like the the passionate young entrepreneur is like driven to change the world, and that's certainly a good motivation. Um, mm -hmm. And if you have a lot of capital and money, it's good to like find somebody young and driven has a lot of energy and no commits things and right, give them yeah. that give them that mission and let them run at it um but most of us don't have access to that and so i think kind of like set your ambitions very 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 big but you got to kind of start like really small and so i don't know if everybody's changing the world but they are yeah. doing but by by helping like even one person like if you have one customer using your product you're changing that person's world that's like, what i was gonna say yeah like yeah. you know if you're making their life better with whatever you have like you know blurt if it's like helping somebody write better like they yep. could do it in google docs but somehow they feel better in blurt you know yep i had a yep. i had a friend today this is super weird i had a friend called me on viber you know viber yep yep okay so he called me on viber and we're just like chatting and like my internet was really bad and then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to call you like on a regular number. Like, why are we talking on Viber? And then I call him on the phone and our subject changes. Like our tone changes. It's so <laughs> freaking weird, you know? And like, yep. I think it has to do a lot with the medium, you know? Like how, yep. how's, like on Viber, we're like more joking and just, you know, yeah. I don't know, just being freer. And then we're on the phone. It's like, hey, so yeah, uh, that's not working, you know? Yep. So yeah, like you're making your, you know, somebody's world, somebody's, somebody's world. Their own world. Yeah. That, yeah. You're so one somebody's world. life. Yeah. Somebody's life better if, you know, if they're writing on Blurt and they feel more inspired. So in that sense, yeah. But like, I'm going to, I don't know if you saw Adam's, Adam Wathen's, um tweet. Uh, I think this was yesterday. Okay. He's looking for an HR, uh, I think, tool, solution. And then he's very frustrated with it. So he says... Uh, you will want to find a good SaaS idea. He says, start a business, literally any business. <laughs> you will soon realize how bad every existing tool is that you have to pay for to run the business. And you will quickly <laughs> become overwhelmed by the number of things you feel you need to build yourself. And this is like, I, I, when I read that, I was like, that's what, I, that's how I started Claritask. You know, yeah. like, I saw all these other tools. Yeah. And my initial sort of hunch was like, yeah, I don't know about that, man. Like, well, he's successful with tailwinds, but this, I don't, like, if Adam is listening, I don't, I know he's, I don't think he listens to the show. <laughs> but I started with that, like, sort of like, I resent that, you know, like, oh, here's a, you know, they, there's Basecamp, it sucks. I'm going to do it better. And it just yep. doesn't work like that, you know? So yeah. what do you think about that? Um, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, actually, um, 
Tyler of Earnest Capital the other day tweeted, mm -hmm. why aren't there, because this was like when Notion had just raised money and he's like, why aren't there mm -hmm. more writing apps? It seems so obvious or something like that. Mm -hmm. or, I'm obviously being very cynical though, he said, but something it was right. kind of funny because he was like, like, why aren't there more, it's like such a great opportunity, right? Like a great space. Like it's just people are writing and they want to put their thoughts somewhere. Um, and I, I, I really do believe that. I think there's more opportunity um, mm -hmm. than, then we think like, why can't there be another Twitter? I think we talked about that before sure. also, or something, right? But, but again, it's not just the thing, like just like all of us, we exist in an environment. Like mm -hmm. you can't, you're, yeah, you need the environment in order to have who you are. And so a lot of it is also like, we forget about the other parts of the business, right? Like, which is marketing, positioning, yeah. um, traction, this other stuff. And what's amazing, like what I've, what I've been learning too, is like, and like you were talking about, like the medium is the message kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and, and things like Dropbox, for example, like there's this fallacy of like engineering because we see jets fly and we see rockets take off and we see like what engineering can do with computing and all this stuff. But a lot of times it's also just like how it gets into your life. Like the packaging is as important as the thing itself. Mm -hmm. And um yeah, and that's that's difficult uh, to figure out. Like, it's hard to penetrate into people's lives um, in a way that they understand that is, um, um, yeah. So, so marketing and traction and all these other things. Mm -hmm. That's also why like venture capital is so great because it anoints things. It's kind of like, hey, we're this big company. We know what we're doing, and and so no when way, it, yeah. yeah, they're able to help kind of say like, this is a good idea. Now they're calculated smart ideas. But sometimes just being, getting some sense of validation also helps give it, um, give people. I guess it is yeah. in a way, you know, like mm -hmm. I was talking to a friend of mine earlier before, before we started talking and he's, he's making a product himself and he's just frustrated. He's like, man, how do you do this thing? You know, like there's people making a lot of money with stupid products and all that thing. <laughs> you know? And it got me thinking into like, you know, going back to Google plus or paper. Was it Facebook launched like a couple of years ago that never made it. And they had like so much funding, like it's Facebook and Google. So sometimes, you know, what it makes me think it's like, you can't really engineer a lot of things that go around the product you know you cannot engineer people liking it right? timing may be off i don't know like maybe maybe you can have a shitty product but you could be like very famous and people love everything you put out there yep um or maybe your idea is super unique to make it if you're not known so a lot of it goes you know into making a successful product and yes i think validation is one thing if you're you know if you're getting some money from 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 a startup and also from a venture from a vc uh and the best thing about it is give it gives you time you know the money yeah, exactly. will give you time, give time to try things out uh and that's i think what we miss as bootstrappers because now i'm working on a client project and i really don't have time to try a lot of um, hypothesis with clay task. I can't like, it's just yeah. impossible. And VC well, gives you that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's also why it's easier to solve very specific problems as a bootstrapper. I think that's what I was talking about. Like with, with blurt because yeah. blurt, blurt mm -hmm. is writing and there's Google docs and Microsoft word, and it's been around forever. I mean, like I'm a, I was a total sure. idiot to go build another writing app in some sense. Right. I just, I enjoyed space. I felt like things sucked kind of like you were talking about. Right. Like, and I was like, right. why isn't there something better? Um, and a lot of times, like it, obviously it kind of worked for me and I'm onto something. I just, it's a mm -hmm. difficult business for a bootstrapper, I think, like to build and maintain. Um, and, and I think a lot of the other businesses that I see that do succeed, it's kind of like what, again, like Tyler and Ernest invest in these types of companies that are like very specific niche problems. And they're usually like engineering, uh, heavy or something mm -hmm, because, mm -hmm. because it's, it's depending less on marketing and more on like true problem solving. Um, are you saying those products are doing that? Like, is that, cause I haven't really seen, I've, I've seen like most of our, most of their products they're investing in. There's almost seem like consumer sort of like B2C. Um, I don't know if I'm right on this one. I could be yeah, wrong. I, I think they're more them B2B otherwise. or okay. some of them are, some of them are kind of consumer oriented. Um, but yeah, obviously like, yeah, consumers tough to do as a bootstrapper anyways. Mm -hmm. Because uh, now you got to change people's perceptions, and that's that's tough. Whereas like be like you either need to be like really cool, or you mm -hmm. need to, <laughs> um, or you need to like truly be changing people's lives in some like incredibly powerful mm -hmm. way. 
Um, whereas like B2B is like, it's a business that has very specific problems. They have money to spend. So yeah, it makes total right. sense why you go target businesses. Um, and yeah, so I think those are better like so founder and usually they're like niche specific problems with like a high spend of some sort. I'm not saying they're easy by any means, but mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. there's a lot more clarity in what you're doing. Um, and I think, I think when you're doing consumer, yeah, you're also trying to like, pers you, you're people, you're trying to change people's uh, like a larger group of people's mindsets mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. it's a lot more murky and cloudy. So. Um, yeah, it is tough. Uh, one thing I'm, you know, like I'm honestly at this point right now, I'm, I'm working on Claritas, but I'm sort of keeping my eyes open mm -hmm. uh, for an idea, uh, just sort of monitoring Twitter and just thinking about things that people might have so a problem with. And one thing I've found very hard with Claritas is that, when people decide on buying Claritask, um, they have to bring their team on board. Um, has a couple of people. A couple of people have to decide on what tool they're going to use. So if somebody comes in the team and says, "Hey, you know, I like Asana," so then they're going to start talking about Asana. You know, so it's very difficult because a lot of people need to decide on the product. So what I'm finding, something that I'm looking for, and this is like new to me, I'm trying to look for a B2B product but where a single person will decide on the purchase, you know? Ah, and, uh, yeah. You know, like that's that sort of thing that I'm, I'm looking for uh, as a bootstrapper. If I was like raising money, that wouldn't matter really. But as a bootstrapper, knowing my capacities, the resources I have, the time, it's very difficult to sort of um, tackle teams into making the decision together about a product. So a B2B product, where a person only so, like a single person makes a decision. Yeah, this again is like dude, it's so complex. <laughs> it's so complex. Like it's 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 so hard. Like when you see like advice advice isn't one size fits all either. And mm -hmm. like again, again, when we see somebody succeed, we want to go and go, we want to look at it and analyze it and see what they did so that we can replicate right. that. Right. But again, like back to where we we're talking about, like with ideas being uh, in the world to grow, like sometimes you have to you're really just at this mercy of like whatever shift you get on and sail <laughs> mm -hmm. and for whatever whatever reason i got on the writing ship and that's the one i'm on <laughs> um and i'm you know like you're in this like productivity space which is great mm -hmm. you know so it's like i'm learning and i can tell it's helping to just enjoy that that journey um and i right. i truly i truly believe nobody knows what they're doing nobody knows and if they did, they would just tell us how to do it, and then we would all just go do that and be fine, right? So, yeah. or or they would uh, do another product, like yeah, exactly. Just, you know, double their income. Yeah. And certainly, certainly, there's companies like Apple. They have a ton of money. People believe in sure. them. They have done very well, right? So, like, there are companies that can sway little, like, because they're 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 brilliant and they have tons of money. Mm -hmm. um, but like, if you're just like trying to create stuff for other people, at some point, you also just have to kind of like go along for the ride. And I, I love the analogy. I use it all the time for myself that like uh, you're in uncharted territory on a mm -hmm. boat and you la make landfall. And now you're, you need to create a map, which is your plan. You need to explore the area. You need to set up a camp. You need to set up operations, right? That's, just, that's what we're doing. Sure. Um, and, and to think that you really know what you're doing and, and to be so hard on yourself. I don't know. It's tough. Uh, Cause you're also at mercy of like, COVID-19 showing up one day right. and, <laughs> and <laughs> everything's changed. Sure. Right. So, mm -hmm. uh, some people are really good at doing that and, and some people make landfall on better continents. Right. So, mm -hmm. so um, it's, yeah, yeah I mean, one thing that that's very interesting about Adam uh, of Tailwinds. By the, Tailwind. Sorry, I, yeah, I go ahead. You too. I gotta I gotta run here in like five minutes. I gotta run here. Okay, let's yeah, let's yeah. wrap it up. It's one yeah. hour, so I mean we're probably <laughs> losing people <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So one thing about interesting about Adam is that he really uh, you know researched. I think like from what I heard, like from his uh, podcast or writings, uh, he really like knew what was needed, and that's how he came up sort of with Tailwind. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, like he was around those communities and yeah. sort of sensing that need, I, you know. Yeah, yeah so I know. I know that feeling. There, there's that feeling you get sometimes where you know you're yeah. gonna hit a home run. You know that feeling, like yeah. when you when you swing a bat or something. I don't know, and you just make that connection. It's like mm -hmm. that. There's this sensation where you, you right. get to that point. 
Um, I don't know. That's a good thought for me to leave on, but I, I think that's kind <laughs> of, uh, otherwise, otherwise you just have to think of everything as kind of like you on this, uh, you're practicing, you're on this journey, you're trying to mm -hmm. figure it out. Um, and you're looking for that. You're looking for that. Um, and I, yeah, eventually, eventually you'll, you'll get there, but if you're not happy in the meantime, it's going to mm -hmm. hurt you. That's kind of been something I've learned. So, um, right. and, and there's no, there's no real, um, there's no real shortcuts. I think it's more a matter of like finding your people. Like the biggest breakthrough for me was like finding some other indie hackers here in San Diego. And I, I made a really good friend mm -hmm. and it changed everything for me. It just made me a little more healthier and better balanced person. Right. Um, and then also just finding like for, for having like people that are doing the same thing, right? Yeah. yeah. The same lifestyle, right. the same, mm -hmm. the same aspirations, right? Like literally up until I found like the work in progress group, I, I didn't even know if this was possible, right? Like I kind of knew Justin Jackson was out there and I, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know. So like even just, that was a big breakthrough for me. And then just having support and ideas and people to share those with, I, I get it. Um, and then, and then also finding the customers, right? Like finding the people that you can help, that you want to help, that are like you. And that, um, that, that's, that's, that's pretty powerful, I think as well. Um, oh, absolutely. And meaningful, but not everybody, again, advice is not one size fits all. So not everybody's going to benefit from that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, if I think for the way I'm looking at it now, like I'm going to be on this road. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't want to give myself a timeline. Uh, I'm going to do other things in between. And just enjoy the ride. And if it's meant to happen, like to, you know, break through with a product of some sort, fine. If not, yeah. I'll have some lessons and then I'll open up my coffee shop that I've been wanting to open for like the past 10 years. There you go. And just serve two people a nice, good coffee. You know, that's it. Yep. So, yep. But yeah, man, I know I you have to go, to right? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, dude, I can. No problem. Yeah, this is this was perfect, man. Yeah, we should do it more often. Than, Six months. Uh, yeah, six months. It'll be let's, a, a let's year. shoot because this was nine, man. Can you imagine that? That's like insane. That's nine <laughs> months since the last time we spoke. So, hopefully, yeah, let's do one day. We'll what do one of these months? from your from your uh, <laughs> from your coffee shop. Exactly. <laughs> so, what's six months from now? Now it's almost June. So, what is fifth, eleven, November around November? November. So. Okay, dude. Good. I'll man. We'll uh, thanks for being on the show, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, I, I'm grateful for having you. Uh, you have me on. Man. Look forward to being good. <laughs> All right, All right dude. dude. See you, man. Bye. All right, bye.